Welcome to POP. My name is Pastor Tony Katko, and this is a shortened version of the sermon from Palm Sunday on April 10th. Holy Week starts with Jesus marching through Jerusalem, and this is really the high point of his public ministry. For three years, he was walking around mostly from small town to small town or village. And throughout the Gospels, Jesus makes it clear all along that they're heading to Jerusalem. And when he comes to town, he rides in on a donkey. The crowd makes this path of cloaks before him. They wave their palm branches, which is why we call it Palm Sunday. And everyone is shouting, Hosanna to the son of David, which means save us. The son of David, the Messiah is here. This is the time they've been waiting for when God's chosen one would set them free from Rome. But this moment of triumph is short-lived because less than a week after this march, Jesus is captured and killed. The crowds that were cheering and so excited, they are scattered and the disciples are left hiding in fear. They all had hoped this Messiah would free them from Rome. But even after the miracle at Easter, that wouldn't happen for a long time. So they've arrived where Jesus was leading them, but they're still waiting for what God will do next. This idea of waiting for God, it reminds me of Psalm 31. Now the part of this Psalm that most people would recognize is verse five. It says, into your hand, I commit my spirit. It's one of the things that Jesus says as he's dying on the cross. But the last verse of that same Psalm says this, be strong and let your heart take courage, all you who wait for the Lord. There's this trust here that God is with us. God is working for the good in all things, and yet we also have to wait. And when you think about the experience of the people of God in the Bible, there is a lot of waiting. Just think about the Passover. The reason huge crowds were in Jerusalem during Holy Week is for the Passover. And this was the foundational story for the people of Israel, where God freed them from slavery. But think of how that story started. It was on the last night in Egypt when the angel of death would pass over the houses of the Hebrew people. On that night, God gave them this ritual to mark that occasion. And on every year since that night, Jewish people celebrate the Passover or the Seder meal. But the first time they would celebrate the Passover, it was in Egypt. They were trusting that God was going to set them free, but it hadn't happened yet. They were still waiting. Now, after that first Passover, they're out of Egypt, they're free, but for the next 40 years, they're in the wilderness. They're free, but they're still wandering in a desert. And then they finally make it to the land. But once they get there, they find that they're not alone. And so there's this whole time period that's filled with warfare and almost constant violence. So they had arrived where God was taking them, but they were still waiting for a time when they could enjoy the land and be at peace. Now after that, they're taken off into exile where they're waiting to go back home. And then they make it back home, but they have to rebuild and they're waiting for this time where they can reclaim their former glory. But when we look at history, empire after empire rose and fell in that region. And so that time of their former glory never really came. 
So now, fast forward to the time of Jesus. They're living under Roman occupation. So at this point, it's been hundreds of years that they've been celebrating the Passover to remember that God has set them free. But they're still waiting to live as people who are truly free. Now, let's not forget that this doesn't mean God abandons them. At every point in this story, God stays with them. God takes them to the next part of their journey. But they never get to this point where they fully arrive. They're always moving. They're always still waiting for the next thing. Ever since COVID hit, I get the sense that most of us are longing for some stability. We are tired of all this change and surely after all the world has been through, we deserve some peace and some consistency. But it feels like we just can't get there. There's always something else we have to get through. And it's like we're crying out to God, when can we just arrive already where things are good? Why are we still waiting? But it's in times like this that we need to hear the end of that psalm again. Be strong, let your heart take courage, all you who wait for the Lord. Part of our calling is to learn how to wait faithfully. And that's really what the crowd experiences as Jesus marches through Jerusalem. They're in town for the Passover, which means that they're celebrating all the times throughout history where their people might have been wiped out or they might have been trapped forever in slavery, but they weren't. God delivered them again and again. But this crowd is not just there because of the past. They're cheering on Jesus as the Messiah because they have seen that God is doing something new right here and now in front of them. And they're shouting out, Hosanna, save us. Because even though they don't know how all of this is going to end, they dare to hope that somehow God will save them again. I know that many of us are worried about the future, including the future of the church. And the church looks way different than it did just three years ago, let alone 30 or more years ago. And we don't know what the church will look like in three or 30 years from now. But as strange as it sounds, the last couple years have given me so much hope for our future. At the beginning of COVID, I remember this real fear that the church at large, it just wouldn't make it. We wouldn't be able to make it through, but we're still here. And we had to change and try new things. And sometimes they worked or sort of worked. And other times we just fell flat and we kept going. But through all of that, God has still been at work in our community. There have been longtime members and new members living faithfully. There are longtime ministries staying strong, and there are new ministries and partnerships that have started in the past few years. Of course, things look different, but the Holy Spirit is as active as it ever was. So if you feel like you are still waiting for things to get better, me too. You're not alone. We're all waiting. But God has stayed with us before, God is with us now, and God will lead us into the future no matter what it brings. That's really why we celebrate Easter. 
Because no matter what happens, even when it looks like there is nothing but death, God comes and brings life. So be strong and let your heart take courage, all you who wait for the Lord. Amen. Thank you.